Well, we should start recording first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should start, you know. Yeah. We are recording. You know what I meant. <laughs> is this yours? This one's yours, right? Technically. This is mine. This is mine. I mean, All I right. do want to point out that I did suggest Bright a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like, like we both suggested it. Like, I feel like I've suggested yeah. it before. I think you've suggested it before, but that I suggested be, it this time. That was going to be my next thing is I think it was the I think it was the first one that I like suggested. Oh, really? Like, I think so. I, I thought I, you I, were right on code eight, like pretty quick. Well, I'm saying like after our like first like after we got like the, uh, some of the B movies out of the way, it was like hey, yeah, it was like we bright. should do something nice. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then I think you were you were like no, let's do I want to see blah 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 instead, and I was like cool, and then you brought it up like a month later, and I was like no, I want to see blah blah blah, so we just like we circled it. Yeah, we kept kicking um, it down the road. Yeah, yeah, not like unfortunately uh, we should have kept doing that with IO. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> All right. Now that we've got the sting out of the way. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. You already did that joke. Oh, uh, my name is Chris. Hello. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, man. How about yourself? Eh, not too bad. Not too bad. Finally back in like a normal sleep schedule. Kinda. Yeah. You were in yeah. the City of Angels? I, that's it? what they that's what they call it. I think I made the joke about how they didn't have to like pay any extras or like cordon off the streets in order to film the scenes in uh pandemic. Because I said they just went to downtown Los Angeles with the camcorder. <laughs> they just went. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So was is it true? <laughs> no, it was not true. That's that's it was very nice. Cool. Uh, there were no issues. There was no real issues. Um, you couldn't. It was all lockdown still. Like you couldn't sure. go inside places. Okay. Um, did you? So did, you had to like you had to like order food and stuff. And no, I didn't go do anything touristy at all. You didn't go down. You didn't go down Hollywood Boulevard. You didn't drive down. No, again. no. I was there for two weeks for work. I had one day off, and I did laundry, <laughs> <laughs> and like kind of worked a little bit. So fair enough. And I was walking every day to the work site, mile there, mile back. So Brad. Yeah, you know, good exercise, I guess. But I was just beat. That's fair. I will say though, there was this taco place on the way into work mm-hmm. called Pinches Tacos. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to leave that there on the table. <laughs> no. Yes. I wish I'd taken a picture, but I was always like in a rush to get to work. And on the way back, it was all dark. So, Lost yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> I had to explain what why that was so funny to everyone I was with. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, no, there's a pinchestacos.com. Yeah, no, I, I I think it is a... Um, it's a chain. Yes, I saw one in Las Vegas. Pinche. Family owned. Uh, the traditional translation of pinche, if anyone doesn't speak Spanish, is uh, a kitchen boy or yes. a scullion. Yeah. But uh, in the area of the United States that we live in, well, uh, that that is also co-opted for a very vulgar slang term. Uh, <laughs> kind of. If you if you go to if you go to Google and do a Spanish uh, Spanish English and you type in pinche, you get one word. You type in pinches, you get a completely different word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think it was supposed to be like possessive. Uh, I think it is supposed to be possessive, but it's not. I don't know, man. Mm. Ah, I don't know. Fair enough. But Fair there enough. you go. There you go. So that was uh, that was the highlight. 
<laughs> I also got to one of the people I was working with kept saying yeehaw. <laughs> uh, it was an older gentleman. He was just like like that was his like half-hearted like all right yeehaw let's do this you know type thing i had to keep telling him that was cultural appropriation (laughs) he was gonna get his he's gonna get his ass beat and watch himself excuse me sir excuse me not how you use that phrase that's our phrase not you can't Uh, say that word that's our word um, you can't remember the alamo you're not allowed to say yeehaw i think that's i think those two go hand in hand have you have you seen that twitter me that twitter joke is like I leaned down on the ground and touched the dirt. A battle was fought here. Alamo tour guide. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I've not my, seen that. I'm my, sorry. My, the highlight of your vacation for me uh, vacation. is the outcome of a certain electoral process. Yes. You know, several uh, times. I'm just, uh, I'm not saying that uh, you were wrong if you did something. If you voted for a certain person because you believed it in your heart it was the right thing to do, I can't tell you that you were wrong, but I enjoyed the outcome. All right. For now. Are we, we taking a hard line in politics in a podcast no. about... No, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to alienate any of our listeners. If you know, if they feel a certain way, that's I can't fault them for feeling that way. I just want to say that for the sake of the record, well, I, I enjoyed I think, the way it happened. I so. think if you've listened to our podcast and heard our arguments about some of the content in the movie, you, dar- you know darn well where we stand and what we stood on and blah, blah, blah. So Speaking of a podcast. Uh, oh, <laughs> we should start recording. Is this is this your movie? My movie? This is your movie. It's bright. Bright. Yeah. The 2017 American urban fantasy action film directed by David Ayer, written by Max Landis. Starring Will Smith, Joel Edgerton. Did we decide, was it Numi Rapace? Rapace? Something like that. I was trying to remember. Yeah. No, no offense, Numi. Sorry. Uh, Lucy Fry, Edgar R- Ramirez. Because there's, it's got the... It's got the eye. It's got the, the accent, tilt the, the accent, yeah. Uh, and then Ike Barinholtz. I like how you made the sound, made the name Barinholtz sound boring. <laughs> <laughs> it does have Ike. a Z in it. It's pretty red. It's Ike Barinholtz. And it, anyways... Uh, the film is set in an alternate present in which humans and mythical creatures coexist and details an L.A. PD police officer, an L.A. police department P- police officer. OK, sure. And his orc partner confronting racism and police corruption while protecting a magic wand and the elf girl who wields it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is from the first paragraph of Wikipedia. Very true. I happen to have an IMDb blurb. Blurb me. A detective must work with an orc to find a powerful wand before evil creatures do. Well, guess what? I don't <laughs> think he's a detective. Uh, he's very much on patrol. Uh, 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 the the Netflix blurb is slightly more accurate. In an L.A. rife with interspecies tensions, a human cop and his orc partner stumble on a powerful object and become embroiled in a prophesized turf war. That's pretty good, actually. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to call it right now. That is the best Netflix movie description <laughs> that we've had. Uh, Most accurate, wanna, at the very least. I do want to point out that this movie's title did not change at any point. It did not. Yeah. So when I when I looked yeah. for it, it was well, apparently. It was, yeah, apparently, it, it, like, and David Iyer, I feel like, is a name that I should have known before. He's the director of this movie. I think it's. Uh, I think it's Ayer. Is it Ayer? I'm pretty sure it's so. Iyer. Uh, well, I'm gonna say Iyer. I think Iyer is the A Y R E, but I will. I will. Uh, I'll, no, I don't I'll, know. I'm sure. I will, I will Google it while you do your thing. No, he wrote Fast and the Furious, Training Day, SWAT. He directed Street Kings, End of Watch. I didn't actually see End of Watch. I just 
know by reputation. Uh, he directed and wrote Sabotage and Fury, both fantastic films. And that leads us up to 2016's Suicide Squad, which he also wrote and direct. Um, I didn't know that movie actually had a writer, so that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Bright, he was a director. He's got a couple other movies coming up. Yeah, he, he's got a, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying, I enjoy his filmography quite a bit. So I'm, I'm glad to finally know his name and kind of connect all of those movies together. Yeah, I, uh, I've seen, I, I want to say, I think I've seen all of them. Uh, I, I air, it is I air, by the way. Yeah, the, I think the only movies that I have not seen were Sabotage. Mm, so good. And that's the one with Arnie. Mm-hmm. And um, Sam Worthington at the height of the uh, let's try to make Sam Worthington a thing. It just didn't work out. Was that um, the tail end of Arnold's last like little mini renaissance right after he was no longer the yeah. governor? He's like, I'm going to act again because I need money because my <laughs> wife is leaving me and taking it all. But I think, uh, yeah, so Sabotage, the tax collector. That's pretty new. That came out this and year. And Taking Lives. I, but I, I think I've Shia seen LaBeouf in it. All the other ones. Yeah. And he's also remaking the Dirty Dozen. Cool. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, no, I uh, I like uh, yeah. I like Dave. I like David's uh, filmography. Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah. He grew up uh, or he lived in Bethesda, Maryland. <laughs> hmm. He also was a sailor. He was in the Navy. Yeah, a couple of years. A couple of years in the eighties. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he U-5 was a submarine sonar technician. Yeah, I was gonna say U five seven one. I think that's a really good movie. Uh, it's not historically accurate in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, well. But, uh, no, great movie. It's got one of my favorite scenes of all movie kind. Oh. When um, Matthew McConaughey, he's he's being, uh, he's he has to take command of the ship for various reasons. Uh, and he gives an order and someone's like, why we got to do that? And he's like, look, man, I don't know. I, don't, I can't answer your question. And then in another scene, spoilers, Harvey Keitel tells him that he's the captain now. He's the submarine captain. That the, the captain of a ship is should be feared. And so in, in a scene later, he orders a man to pretty much die. He tells him to go into a, like, go underwater and get, and have to get past a bunch of lines to, like, cap something or plug something in. And he, he essentially right. drowns. But it's like uh-huh. a, this, this, he, like, It's like that episode of Star Trek where yeah. Troy becomes a commander by ordering fake LaForge to, to his death to save the <laughs> ship. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like, Hold it's on. pretty. Oh, let's see. We've been recording for th- just under 14 minutes and I've already made a Star Trek <laughs> reference. This is great. This is great. But yeah, no, it's got that that's a great scene. I don't know if you've seen U571 or I have not. I think you've uh, talked about it before, you but I, I have not seen it. Yeah. It's worth. I'll put it put it on the proverbial list. So back to Bright. <laughs> yeah, back to Bright. So uh so our two main actors, we've already mentioned Will Smith and Joel Egerton. Obviously, we all know who Will Smith is. Is we don't need to go through his filmography. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's a good use of our time. Joel Edgerton. He has. Let's see. He has seventy-eight actor credits. The only other thing I've seen with him in it is Star Wars Episode Two and Episode Three. He played Owen Lars for oh, yeah. six minutes between those two movies that he's on <laughs> on screen. But I, I've looked through the rest of it. I don't. I recognize some of the movies. Like I know, oh, the, yeah, that that movie exists, but I've never seen it. Huh? Maybe Smoke and Aces, but there were. That's. I might be getting that mixed up, mixed up with Lucky Number Eleven or something like that. So I don't know. Interesting. I yeah. uh, I've seen a lot of his stuff actually. Let's see, King Arthur, 
Smoking Aces. Which one? Which King Arthur is that? The O four with uh, Colin uh, Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Owen? Yeah. Not Mads Mickelson. Yeah, yeah. No, Kieran Knightley. Uh, Have I never heard of this see. movie? Oh, watch this. Warrior. The Great Gatsby. I don't know. I've never seen The Great Gatsby. Oh, he was in The Thing. The The Thing mm. remake. He was in Black Mass. Yeah, I've seen a couple things with this dude in it. Cool. Yeah, I think they both do a great job. I think Joel definitely holds his own with Will Smith being Will Smith. You know? <laughs> the thing that I found most impressive was uh, that makeup. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know who Joel Edgerton, Edgerton is. Uh, <laughs> so I was just like, man, this is a completely different person. Well, I think the makeup overall in this movie, we want to talk about the production for a moment. I think it's fantastic. I like the look of the orcs. I think they look good. The skin the skin tone is awesome. Uh, the elves look great. The movie looks good and they all have their own style. Uh, I don't know. What did you... It's They're not the typical green-skinned orcs. So that's a very different kind of stylistic choice. Well, I mean, it also could be that these orcs aren't green-skinned. You know, we're only oh, in Los Angeles. That's true. You know, that's uh, true. I, I don't want to. I don't want to give this movie a spinoff already, but it, it did allow them to be distinct enough without being is ridiculous. The right word. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Because so, I think I think green the green skin would have been a little jarring. It wouldn't have fit. You would have been like, look at those Lord of the Rings people running around, or comparisons to the World of Warcraft movie or something, right? Like, and then but I also like that they didn't go with a single tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's got kind of different shades to his to his skin to his flesh so that's i think mottled mottled yeah. is the the phrase yeah yeah that's the good that's the that's the right word yeah yeah no i uh this was an interesting movie for a couple reasons i it, first of all i believe it was the big it was the first big netflix exclusive yeah they spent 90 million dollars on it i remember seeing like i mean i don't want to say commercials because I, I haven't had cable in 15 years but uh um like uh ads like being, you know, solicited yeah. to go see this movie, not on Netflix, like on YouTube mm. or, uh, you know, other channels. I'm just like, what? Netflix is making movies now? What? I, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I really liked it. In terms of the story. Sure. I felt it was um, interesting. Have you ever seen a movie called L.A. Confidential? I want to say no. You should watch L.A. Confidential. And you keep now. giving me movies to watch. Oh, like right uh, now, do we want to pause? For a moment? Yeah, no, 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 no. Like 90 um, moments before you watch uh, U571, you should watch LA Confidential because um, <laughs> this movie definitely, uh, there's a lot of themes in and around that kind of match the LA Confidential. So you get this idea when you see the, the advertisement or you're just looking at the front cover. You're just like, oh man, this is going to be some action movie. And it is an action movie, but it's also got an air of mystery. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quest-like in nature. It's an adventure movie, not just a urban fantasy action film. Is this the best depiction of what modern day life would be like with magic that you have seen on screen, like in a movie, like in a full length feature, big studio budget? What else? I'm trying to think of what else to compare it to. So Harry Potter like comes to mind. Uh, I've not. But, yeah, no, but you know where I stand on that. Well, the thing with Harry Potter is like they're not really in a modern setting. Yeah. In the real world, it's a modern setting, but the magic world is really not. Um, yeah it deliberately sets itself apart so i wouldn't call it i wouldn't compare it to this at all like as far as magic being in a real world yeah no that's what i'm saying like um, yeah it's was, the only thing i can think of that we really had, does uh, this what was the what was that movie we watched artemis fowl yeah i guess artemis fowl kind of 
This is way better than that. <laughs> In world building, this is way better than that. For a couple Although of reasons. Although it's for, for a few dozen reasons. <laughs> this is a lot better than that. Yeah, I would. I, th- I liked the depiction of magic and how it's an, basically an illegal commodity. It made right. a lot of sense. Yeah, because like any other in other scenarios where there is magic it's usually like people are like out and practicing it where in in the real world if magic existed it would be a highly controlled you know yeah substance is it a a substance (laughs) is it for for lack of a better on they will start a war on magic uh (laughs) the war on legalize it legalize it (laughs) legalize magic no, I really. No, no, you're right. You're right. I thought it, I thought it was kind of cool. As far as world building, though, so that that's a that's a really good part of it. Like I liked the different the depiction of the different races. I think we see like we see a lot of orcs, obviously humans, a lot of elves. We see a couple of fairies, which I guess are just more nuisances than anything else. Pests, like yeah. they're pests, literally. Uh, we do see, I think, one centaur. Yes, police officer, a- and then we see in a throwback to Men in Black. In a club scene, Will Smith sees a girl whose eye, she has like a second set of eyelids that come from the sides or whatever for a moment, but we don't, we don't know what she was, is, whatever. Uh, So that's interesting. That was a, so I guess there's other creatures out there. There's also a big shot of Los Angeles at night and there's a dragon flying around for some reason, (laughs) just on its own. That's gonna, I mean, I don't know how LAX handles that. Um, They can barely handle the traffic they do get so that's interesting yeah uh, I, um, so the world the, so so those are all interesting world building things i do have some gripes with the world building which we can get into whenever okay. you feel is appropriate sure also this movie was um we talked about it being written by max landis yes who wrote chronicle american ultra victor frankenstein bright me him her oh no he just directed that okay yeah oh he so, wrote me him her out of all of those movies, I've seen American Ultra. Oh, he did write it as well. Yeah, which I enjoyed American Ultra quite a bit. Actually, it was <laughs> it yeah, was it American was pretty Ultra. fun. I guess. Did we see that together? I, Who did I see that with? Maybe we might have. I don't know. Who knows? Oh. Maybe I saw it with another friend of ours, Mister Wright. Hold on a second. Is that Sam Rockwell? What? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh, so- Mister Wright. Yeah, I've seen that. That's a really good movie. Anna Kendrick, Sam Rockwell, Tim Roth. So for you said that like you had is, isn't it? issues with the world building. Yes. What parts? The the fact that I mean, how do I? How is there still systematic racism within the human race? How is much of history completely different? This is like the or sorry, completely unchanged. Like somebody mentions uh the sheriff the hispanic sheriff mentions that oh don't look at me we're still blamed for the alamo like how did those <laughs> events all still happen you know what i mean uh well the only thing i can it felt it felt I... like there would be a bigger impact when you had much more obvious higher and lower casts and like even even like the very beginning will smith walks out in his front yard and there's a bunch of he he says y'all keep gang banging out here or whatever it is because there's uh, his to... neighbors all having like a they're hanging out in their front yard drinking and grilling or whatever playing really loud hip-hop and it just didn't make sense to me like how cruel are pe are i i don't know it just didn't make sense to me i always thought and in in a lot of fiction this is the way it is where when there is a different species a different race of people orcs elves whatever dwarves that humanity and those other like they they don't really fight amongst each other as much as they fight outwardly does that make sense 
So it, it felt weird that it was like, nope, all the same divisions happen. There's just more of them now. Let's pile on. And we're trying to use the orcs as a as a uh, social commentary on systemic racism and which is which which was well done except that it also still existed within humans so it didn't make and will smith is spouting off racist talking points to his daughter about orcs when i'm like but you were just outside you know what i mean with with, so and i don't know i I would like to direct i would like to direct you to a a a small short film called uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy by Peter Jackson. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. In those movies, humans fight against humans. Mm, kind of. Even even but in, not. Even but in those the face, were those were nations. Those were nations eminent. fighting each other. Not. Well, I, no. Within a those ghetto. nations, humans killing other humans in the face of destruction by the evil Sauron. Sure. No. Still fighting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna disagree with you because in those aforementioned short films orcs <laughs> didn't live in a ghetto right inside no. of rohan like right there you know what i mean it was they were literally creatures of yeah. evil over the but mountain that's a, you know but that happened okay but this movie takes place in modern day society so all right. that lord of right. the ring stuff happened well I, i'm not saying that this is right. well no i go there is a there is a prophesized return of a dark lord i'm just saying right. but uh name anyways, religion. anyways right 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 so somebody's always coming back. He's always coming back right. soon. But but, yeah. but even in the context of this story that happened thousands of years ago. So thousands of years ago, let's say that Lord of the Rings is in fact the background of this movie because elves went to the West and all that stuff happened in Europe. Uh, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, oh, oh my sure. Goodness. Anyways, it does. No, it doesn't. Uh, uh, no, no. But let's say it did happen. That happened thousands of years ago. You know, we've uh, we've changed since then. And that's the reason why now, still to this day, they discriminate against orcs because they sided with the dark okay. lord. Okay, so Moss. here's my... Though that's fine, but my question is, did slavery exist in America in the in this... I mean, probably with orcs. But, okay. Oh, I, yeah. No, I meant like, I, as it is now, completely... No. Un- as it, as it, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's just... That's my interpretation of the source sure. material i could be wrong but no I, I get where your concern is i'm just going to pretend like it didn't happen right it's and that's the whole thing that's kind of the tongue-in-cheek piece of it is that we're not going to really explain how there could be completely different races of humanoids with and still have all of our history intact i mean why not uh i just i find it a bit ridiculous why um, could why could not people from spain travel to oh sure the, the area known as central america and then it still becomes mexico and then they still attack sure the, and there the were only the humans Alabama. over here so all of that still happened and then well no who's to say elves that, migrated separately who's later. to say that they didn't come all at well, the same time maybe <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i, I don't know yeah. and that's i guess like it's not important to the story and so all of my kind of disagreements with the overall world building have zero impact on the actual plot of the film. It's just some sure. questions that are out there that, that didn't quite click. I um, mean, that's w- why I asked the question. <laughs> it would have made more sense if this is just a modern day shadow run mm. where they just showed up out of nowhere in the last 20 years. And this is blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, shadow run, that's the, the whole thing. Magic came back and now there's elves and blah. And eh. But it's always also cyberpunk, but you could do it. You could do it, but I don't know. It's obviously inspired by, I just want to point out that I'm on the Wikipedia and I hovered over 
a spot where it says an extremist group that prophesizes the return of the quote dark lord unquote and when you hover over it it is literally a picture of sauron i'm not making it up (laughs) oh it is oh no (laughs) no it's not actually it's not well no it is but it's not who you think it is that's sauron it's morgoth no, but Sauron's in the picture. He is, but yeah, yeah. yeah but if you hover what, over it, you would because it has this it, Morgoth has got that Sauron helmet thing right, right. going on. Yeah, right, right, right. It always saying. is weird to me that like in Lord of the Rings, that's so desperate to to beat this guy who was just barely a lieutenant of the last guy they beat. <laughs> well, you know, sent off or whatever. It rolls downhill, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So the plot of this movie on our podcast, our previous format, where we would uh, at this point. 30 some odd minutes in we would proceed to do a plot breakdown but we would but i haven't heard you talk about the facts yet (laughs) but the facts thank you uh for bringing that up bright from 2017 has a 6.3 star rating on imdb with 166,671 ratings median score of seven rotten tomatoes has this 28 percent rotten based on a total of 109 critical reviews and an audience score of 83%. Huge discrepancy there. Based on 19,451 reviews. So how many audience reviews does it take to to equal one critic review? <laughs> that's not how the that's, that's not how <laughs> I don't know how this works, but <laughs> no, I no, feel no. like uh Go ahead. How do you feel? No, no, no. I, I didn't have an end to that conversation. I, that um, thought. I was I, hoping you would just keep talking over me. Is this the highest difference between the audi- audience score and the tomato meter that we've seen? I do think so. What I was going to say is that audience score is it's similar, but not exact like Rise of Skywalker. Like a, Rise of Skywalker was 51% rotten and 86% audience score. Mm-hmm. I know a lot. there were more positive reviews, obviously, for Rise of Skywalker, but that just happens when the the critics are like, don't go see this movie. And then the people that go see it are like, wow, this movie's really good. I don't know why the critics didn't like it. 91% of Google users like this movie. Yeah. 29% on Metacritic. Yeah, so a lot of like critics hate this film. It, it's probably just because it's a B-movie that got marketed like this big crazy studio production you say b movie i mean it's 90 million dollars no 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 it's but that's what i'm saying like it is a b movie it is but it's but it's a 90 to 106.2 million dollar budget b movie there's not a whole lot of originality in the story like the steps are there you know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. no that's for sure but it's gorgeous I I, uh, I loved the camera work. I didn't think yes. there was too much lens flare. I saw that was a complaint on one of the reviews that I read. You know, I yeah. think all the actors turned in pretty good performances. I like did a good job. The idea of Will like Will Smith's kid, he's playing a cop again, and he's got a bit of a mouth on him, but he definitely plays that more seasoned, a little disgruntled police officer. Like is I this... think we see him in the past, and I haven't seen the third Bad Boys movie, but we see in Bad Boys and Men in Black, it's you know it's younger him or what have you. I don't know. I, I, was I really s- was impressed by how he looked like his other characters, yet I didn't feel like it. At least not to me. I was gonna ask, is this his character from Bad Boys Two? But he like had to retire in Miami in disgrace and moved out to L.A. 
Uh, he lost a lot of money on the way, I guess. Yeah. In disgrace. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe this is the this is Bad Boys. 3. Oh no, this 1. is a sequel to Men in Black. See, he's had his mind erased oh. memory. And he's an LA cop. But these are these aren't aliens. But maybe they are and the world's had their mind erased and oh, you know, right. Black was like Stretch. Do you remember Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, that, sh- that that actually happened. Uh, IRL. <laughs> happened to IRL. Uh, <laughs> so um, our uh, main character, Will Smith, portrays L.A. veteran officer Daryl Ward. He has been involuntarily partnered with the nation's first orc police officer, Nick Jacoby. He is not appreciated by the other police officers or the orcs, no. his people. Uh, they look at him as being a traitor, all kind that a, stuff. No no one uses the term Uncle Tom <laughs> in this movie, but I think that is the best description of how he is seen by his community. Yeah, I think I think they call him not blooded or something to that effect. Yeah, they have other things. They call him a round tooth because they didn't have fangs or what have you. And, uh, and yeah. did they ever establish whether or not he had the, the, his fangs filed away or did he just not have them? I don't know. I assume it's because he he files them like for his job. Like I wonder Maybe. if like like a job requirement of a lot of places is you gotta hey you can't have fangs. Well, we you saw know. that orc chauffeur have fangs. So well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, who knows? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, well, he's also driving for an elf. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. Maybe he's a uh, bodyguard as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who knows? I, I did appreciate when he uh, he rolled up on that dude's on uh, officer ward's front yard and uh really upsets him he's like well i just wanted to pick you up for the office and he's like man don't come around here <laughs> yeah he's real mad at him <laughs> i thought it was great yeah um, no yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i did i did appreciate their relationship so apparently their first i guess in their partnership will smith is texting somebody he's looking down at his phone while jacoby's trying to get him a burrito and uh, a guy comes out of a store and shoots Daryl in the chest with a shotgun. Yeah. And Jacoby could didn't he wasn't able to catch him. Now Internal Affairs think he is thinking that um, Jacoby he's he's either on the take or he is a uh, he's in on it. They don't know. Yeah, they um, think so. They're investigating it. He think he thinks because the guy who you said the guy the guy who the shot. Yeah. yeah ward is an orc and they think that he let him go because he's an orc and clan yes. blood is the most important thing and blah 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 oh did i not say that it was an orc that shot mm. him i apologize you you called him a guy which is also accurate okay uh, but not accurate enough for the story for sure. and so yeah I, I don't think it can be understated how upset i was that like he's texting somebody and he gets shot like of course you got shot you weren't paying attention you're staring at your phone stupid <laughs> but instead he blames jacoby for the uh sitch essentially and uh, i think that's that's wrong man it's messed up it is it's pretty so. messed up <laughs> it's interesting I'm watching, I'm watching the scene again just because uh, it's so stupid yeah ward <laughs> kind of defends like he obviously doesn't like jacoby uh, his orc partner and he doesn't want to be with him but he still treats him as a partner he still defends him when he needs to pretty interesting interesting relationship well, they have and I, I like that they don't become friends over the the course of the movie maybe they get gain more respect for each other yeah well i think it's a lot of it's probably you know he's his partner whether, yeah. whether he likes it or not 
he doesn't want to have an orc as a partner that's fine but as long as he's my partner i might as well you know yeah i gotta do what i gotta do right this guy's gotta have my back i gotta have his yada yada throughout the movie like he kind of at least in the beginning he like questions him not like directly but you know he just questions a lot of stuff he's like hey man you gotta be watching my back out there we can't let that happen again blah 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 yeah and then before so that they assault a safe house and there is a, a magic wand there. And since magic is a controlled substance, you, you're not allowed to have one. Uh, and apparently if uh, magic users are particularly rare and they're called brights. And so if you grab a wand and you're not a bright, it will kill you. Yeah, which we do see at some point. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, not that all those people died, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Other police officers show up um, and they're like, look, man, we're going to confiscate this wand and we're going to sell it on the black market. But your boy Jacoby, he's got to take the fall. He essentially agrees to it. And then he goes out and sees Jacoby and he asks him. He's like, what happened? And then, you know, Jacoby tells him, you know, I was, I caught the wrong person and I let them go. I knew they wouldn't, if, if, if I would, like, I'm wrong for, you know, trying to stop the wrong person. But the other police officers aren't going to believe me. They're just going to automatically assume that this guy is, you know, the person who shot you. So I had to let him go. To his credit, Daryl takes that information and he believes him and then uh, turns on the officers who were coming out to kill Jacoby, but they were also going to kill Ward. I think so, Ward knew that he was yeah. also going to get shot. Yeah. And I in think case it, it went out. bad, he wanted to know what was up. You know what I mean? Right. No, I, I, I think it worked I, I, out. Yeah. Yeah. The relationship, I find it fascinating because I've never been in a scenario like that where I had a partner who was someone that I disliked on a fundamental level. I've always been lucky anytime I've had to partner with somebody for an extended amount of time at a job that I've always found them enjoyable, but no, you don't know really... what it's like to have a partner you don't like. No, I can, <laughs> I can write you a book. <laughs> uh, and that was this episode of dissecting Anthony's insecurities. Yes. This is our 50th and last episode. <laughs> As Anthony discovered, he doesn't have to have partners. He doesn't like, <laughs> Uh, interesting but, go watch bright it's pretty good <laughs> i also liked uh tika the young elf whose name lucy fry she's been in some stuff vampire academy oh yeah let's see and that's it and that's it she's been in some stuff <laughs> i just wow oh, i'm sorry i've never seen any of her other things oh, okay uh, you now, saw vampire cat and no, never mind you're fine I, I mean, I watched it with my wife. Uh, That's been your kind of cover for a while now. Look, man, look thing, I watch things because I watch them. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Uh, I thought she portrayed her character pretty well. Um, oh, you know, she uh, plays Marie, Marina Oswald in 11-22-63. Did you not see that? The Hulu no. miniseries? I did not. That's pretty good. So Tika, the elf who also happens to be upright, who has this wand, th- there is a particular scene where Jacoby and Ward get essentially apprehended or uh, i mean kidnapped i think is the most appropriate term by a group of orcs yeah they beat him up a little bit jacoby is killed but tika actually brings him back to life revealing that she is in fact able to use the wand and apparently that's the return or uh jacoby's resurrection is a prophecy in which uh, an unblooded orc will rally together the other orcs and then fight against the dark lord in redemption of their race so that's Can, pretty cool it's pretty cool i'm really glad that the dark lord didn't show up in this movie i just think that would that would have been a bit much too much it too would much. have been too yeah. much yeah no, i gotcha i gotcha how did you feel about this gang of orcs 
and the knowledge that orcs are like make up like half of the defensive line in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> it's genetics, man. It's just, just simple <laughs> genetics. Like they're wearing oversized jerseys with their their gang's name on it, their clan's name, I guess. But it's they're treated as a gang. They call it a clan. How I did mean, you feel about we, their depiction? I, well, let's go. We kind of danced around it a little bit. Uh, the orcs are essentially a, a stand-in for how African Americans. Uh, are uh, depicted in media or uh, how they you know are perceived whether yeah, or not no, that, that depiction is intentional um, based on their own account i mean all everyone's different but like when you think of south central los angeles and african americans you you know you are taught by hollywood and the news that they all are in gangs um mm-hmm. they're know. all thugs yeah right yeah exactly and that's not the, true not true no and i think but i i i think that is a hundred percent the message they're trying to. There, this is the analog they're they're making. Yes, I mean when I, when I say I like the depiction, like I felt they were great. They were a great part of the story, you know. But I found it very interesting. I'm just going to put it that way. I found it very interesting. Okay, yeah, I liked it. It's something I think I've talked about it before. One of the great things about science fiction, in this case, kind of fantasy, but you know what have you, is that you're able to take normal everyday human societal problems or personal problems. And twist them in such a way that it, you can hit somebody in the face with it, and it makes sense, right? Right. So yeah. there's because I remember I, I mentioned earlier that Will Smith spouts some racist, what's not not dogma is not the right word, but talking points. All the races are different because they are different. It doesn't make them any better or worse, and blah blah blah. And he's talking about orcs and elves and and whatnot. But you, of course, if you said that to somebody in a conversation in real life, it has very different implications. So they're able to say some of those same things and have some of those same reactions while while, while it making, you know, it just makes more, I don't know, it makes more in-universe sense. And so they're able to to, to make these points about systemic racism and what have yeah. you and still have a pretty good action, like really good action scenes. The interesting use of magic for everything. Some people are more special than others. There's a lot going on and a lot to unpack. Um, and I really, I really liked it. Yeah. Well, you brought up Code 8 earlier. And I definitely think there are some parallels in terms of how they use, uh, we're using science fiction as a setting to tell a story about a problem that we face. Exactly. In that movie, it was discrimination against people who were born a certain way. The same thing here, but the only difference is, is instead of mutants, we have orcs, right? Yeah. And it goes a step further where the elves are kind of a ruling caste. Yeah, they're above they're... everyone else. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're elitist. Yeah. So it has an oligarchy. Yeah. So it's, it's taking it a little <laughs> bit more on well, the nose, if you will. It's, I mean, it, it's fantasy in the same way that if it wasn't in modern day life, you know, if it was in the Wild West, it's like it'd be the exact same thing, right? The elves would still be the rich. The humans would still be the middle class and the orcs would still be the lower class, right? We right. Take it a step further back. You know, the Revolutionary War, we could go all the way back down. That's the great part about science fiction is you can tell your story any way you want to tell it. But, uh, <laughs> uh did you did you think that ward was going to be a bright oh yeah right away okay as soon as they were like it's one in a million and they arrest the guy pretty early on that says that he's blessed in some way I'm like oh he's gonna hold the wand eventually like i saw it coming mm-hmm. from a mile away it was still a really good scene mm-hmm. but very very predictable i liked how it i, I actually really liked how it wasn't jacoby mm, I, I didn't think it, I, I didn't even think it could be jacoby because they only well, I mean, mentioned that elves and humans could be brights. Elves much more likely. 
Well, doesn't I think there isn't there a line where he says there's never been an orc bright or a bright? Oh, maybe, maybe. And he says, well, you never know. But no, I liked how they both had their own destinies, as it were. I enjoyed how Ward got to be a bright and Jacoby got to be this prophesized return. And I like at the something. end of the day, they just go back to patrol. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they they just do their job because you know it's you got bills. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you were telling the story, but I kind of sidetracked us because we were talking about that orc gang. Go ahead and going to wrap up the oh, the ending here, which we've kind of given away. Oh. They're getting chased by these radical elves who want to bring back the Dark Lord. Lots of cool fight scenes. Um, and as a last ditch effort, Ward picks up the wand, thinking it's going to kill him and everyone near him, including these these evil elves uh, led by uh, Numi Rapace or Rapace or whatever Rapace, whatever. Yeah, excellent actress. Sorry. Kind of Sorry, a weird Numi. role for her. Like, it doesn't feel like a big enough role for her to be in it. So it was really cool to see her. Well, I don't think um, she has a lot of screen time. Not so really, that's no. the the offset. Yeah. You know. but, but yeah. And then uh, but when he picks it up, he's able to say the magic word that the other elf, uh, was it Tika? Tika. Tika uh, tells him and saves the day. They get medals and go home. Well, they're part of a government cover-up of the whole, the whole <laughs> bit. And then they get yeah. medals and go home. <laughs> Yeah, so they're, they're in the hospital. Ward is on the bed and Jacoby's next to him. And then there's these two FBI agents, Candomir and... An elf. Who is an elf, yes. And then, where is this guy's name? Hold on. Like, it's uh, Hildebrandt Ulysses Montague. Jeez. Did he look like John Goodman to you? <laughs> uh, the... I No? I thought he was... Um, for For half a second, I thought he was the guy from Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah, maybe. I could see For that. Like half a second. Yeah, I could know. see that. His name is Happy Anderson. He was in Bad Boys for Life, Bird Box, The Comedian, Law and Order, Army Wives, Deadbeat, Banshee. He's been a lot of stuff. Anyways, Candomir and Mana, you show up. They're like, hey, look, you know, what happened? And Jacoby just, he just goes on. Jacoby. Uh, he, tells the, he, he literally <laughs> tells the entire story. <laughs> and then <laughs> Jacoby's like trying to get him to stop. Or Ward uh, is it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ward, I'm sorry. Ward's trying to get Jacoby to stop. And then um Ward's like, hey man, let me let me take this one. And then uh they're like, We were on patrol, uh, we were involved in a shootout, we didn't find anything, and then we uh then then we were then we were done. Essentially these yes. other cops got shot in the line of duty, yeah. blah blah blah. I totally didn't gun them all down. Yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't uh, me. <laughs> I didn't know Shaggy <laughs> was in this. <laughs> and then they get they get medals. During the scene in which uh, Ward uses the wand, he destroys Leela, or Layla, sorry, I don't remember which one it was, but Tika was disappeared in the fight. They're like, she's dead, we gotta go, so they leave, but um, apparently she is still alive because he sees her moving through the crowd. Ooh, yeah. I also liked how the building was set on fire. Jacoby makes it out, Ward doesn't make it out, and he goes back in there and gets him, pulls him out of the fire, and they're just kind of laying on the ground. And then no one comes up to them. Like the the medics don't come up to them for like a minute and a half. Did you notice that? Yeah, I thought they were on the they're laying on the ground for an abnormally long time. All the SWAT members are just like, we're not going to help them. Someone yeah, else might need. A, someone else might come out of the fire. They need to get shot. So <laughs> got their weapons trained. Oh man, man it was it was a bit a bit much. So oh, overall, see. overall, pretty basic kind of day in the life type script story that ends up being bigger than it is i thought the movie i thought the action scenes were really good i thought the movie was a lot funnier than i 
expected it to be. Jacoby, as an orc, he's not. I don't. I don't want to say he's not as smart because I don't think that's the right word. He's a little not. Na- he's got. He's naive. He treats everyone the way that he is expecting them to treat him, but no one treats him that way, and he just keeps on keeping on. Good for him. He is extraordinarily like optimistic. I um, think you have to be to be well to you got to think about what sort of pressure is on him. They don't really talk about it, but he is the first orc police officer in a, in, a, right. in America. So like that's that's all man, that's a burden, right? And he's got to feel that even if he doesn't well, let it affect him, he's got to feel that, you know? He does break a little bit when like he and he he's t- like he's talking to a word he's like being like being a cop is all i have like he can't go to the he can't join a clan you know because mm-hmm. he's not blooded so they won't let him in and all his co-workers hate him you know yeah <laughs> like I, he, he doesn't have yeah. a family everyone apparently. is very upfront with how much they don't like him yeah it's so. ugh, it's it's a bit much yeah no but he his naivety leads to some great conversations uh <laughs> He has my two favorite jokes in the movie when they start getting shot at when they're at that safe house and they're ducked behind the, the car and Ward yells over him. He's like, are you hit? Do you, do you have any holes? And he replies, only the ones I was born with, which I was like, wow, that is a great one liner. It took me a moment to realize that, no, he's answering literally because he doesn't understand. <laughs> he looks at Will Smith. He's like, well, how are you? How are your holes? <laughs> Uh, later when tika is speaking elvish and and ward it's like i don't i don't know how to speak i don't speak elvish jacoby's like well, i took two years in high school <laughs> try to figure it. <laughs> it's just oh, something yeah. you would hear somebody like i guess i could see myself if i was him or just a cop in that situation like i, I yeah i took three years of spanish <laughs> 10 years ago i guess i could try i don't yeah. yeah, I like Jacoby. I think he's probably the best character in the movie because it's kind oh, of about down. him. Oh, hand, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, th- th- Will Smith is our our lead, but the movie is about Nick Jacoby. A hundred percent. Just like in Training Day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh no, a hundred, hundred and ten percent. Movie is funny. Movie's well shot. So action's great. I have a question. I have several. Uh, okay, uh, I will ask my question, and you are welcome to ask yours. No, please. Was the nation's first busboy as stressful as an orc? Like the nation's first orc busboy, as that is a big a deal, is like the first orc police officer. No, I don't okay. understand the question. <laughs> well, it's like they made this big deal out of him being a cop, right? So my my thought was, what's the most mundane job that one could have where it would be a national scandal that there's an orc? I mean, besides the obvious like politician sure yeah. sure but i mean um, they've probably been busboys and dishwashers for hundreds of years right yeah so what would be like that's my question like what would be the most mundane job that would be a scandal mm, i'm trying to think you know what i'm gonna go taxi driver <laughs> i could that's see a good one i you know i could see the obvious racial barriers there yeah being you know but it's such a hey i don't want i don't want to call it mundane it's not like it's I mean, I guess it is. I mean, you're, it's a, such a simple, I drive, I go here, I pick somebody up, I go over there, I drop them off, right? And there's a lot, there's a little bit more that goes into it than that, but that's like the basic gist. But I can see there being a huge racial barrier to it. And now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, I wonder, like, it's something I've never actually read about or or heard about, that the racial barrier for a taxi driver. Then yeah. again, maybe there wasn't one. Maybe that was just a natural job 
for uh, well, I can see oppressed where, people. I can see where people saying like, oh, "I'm not going to get in a car with an orc behind the wheel." I can see that. Right? They're hot headed. Yeah. They're all. Blah, blah, blah. But then we did see one that was a chauffeur in the movie. So, but maybe the hundred years ago that was unheard of. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking of like doctor. Oh yeah. Well, so they're seen as dumb, so I could see that being a a huge barrier as well yeah yeah doctor's a good one that's not as mundane though as a i mean you got to go to school for eight nine years right compared to a taxi driver where you just have to have the money to get a taxi permit whatever they call it lift lift driver <laughs> an uber yeah 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 uber orc uh what were your what were your questions do you think the movie would have been better if our main characters had died in the film i mean it's obvious and we can read about it they set up they're setting up for a sequel it's kind of been in development hell for a little bit. Uh, looks like uh, news as if a month ago they were getting a new director or writer mm-hmm. or what have you. So they're, they're trying to push forward with it. They've already got our main actors uh, back on board. Uh, so it was, it's kind of obvious they're trying to franchise this out. Okay. But the movie wraps up in a nice little bow, right? The story. And they get to go back on their go about their lives. Do you think it would have been more impactful if Jacoby or Ward or both hadn't made it? Uh, I mean, I think it would have been more impactful. Um, I don't know if that would have made it better, if that makes any sense. I just, um, I see, I guess th- I see an ending where, and maybe this, maybe this is too idealistic. And now that I'm thinking it, I'm about to say it out loud, it probably is. But where Jacoby gives his life at the end to save Ward, like he picks up the wand and ends up exploding or what have you, or, or something along those lines. But I, like, he's the first orc police officer. Right. And then he gives his life for his fellow police officers and having that help remove the stigma of letting other orcs join or what have you remove yeah. barriers, well, that, that type of thing. I mean, maybe we're still getting that because he's awarded this medal and blah, blah, blah. He's now a decorated police officer. Right. Well, I mean, we get that. I mean, the, the advantage is he doesn't die, but we get it when he runs back into the building that's on fire. Oh, that's true. You know, because there's all those witnesses who, you know, like they'll get interviewed and they'll be on the news. They'll be on TV. So, yeah, man, I saw that orc run in there and save his partner. You know? Yeah, that's true. I did, so I, I, I guess know, we still get that. We still do get that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, right. it would have made it more impactful. Yes. For the overall story. I don't think it would have made the movie better. I really like the ending. I like it the way it is as well. I just didn't know. I just felt like it was gearing towards one or both of their characters not being in the sequel. No, I got you. I got you. Other than that, I think it's our, our normal segment. Uh, we gotta we gotta figure out who Kelsey Grammer is. <laughs> oh, it's definitely the 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 orc gang leader. Oh man, hundred percent. Oh man, I had that too. Oh, I was <laughs> I was holding that one in. I was like, yeah, that orc gang leader being Kelsey Grammer would have been perfect. Perfect. One hundred percent. It's a thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad that we immediately like. <laughs> This is the first person I thought of. I didn't have to think of it very long. I'm glad we were right on the same page on that one. Uh, I mean, I could have like, I could have seen where there's a, there's a place for him as like a cop, but there wasn't any like desk jockeys. Maybe that maybe is one of the members of the magic task force or what have you, the feds. Or, or he could have been the guy who, you know, cause they, they get briefed. It could have been him. He could have been the guy who did the briefing. Maybe. Like as a cameo. Yeah. But no, no. As a, as a as a character who has actual lines and important dialogue, totally the gang, the fog teeth orc gang leader. Yeah, yeah, just so. mm, perfect. That stupid accent. 
<laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Did you uh did you have an idiot of the movie? I do have an idiot of the movie. I'm eager to hear it. Uh, I have I have two nominees. Uh, one is Nick Jacoby. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, ju- I mean, he's just like he's an idiot. You know what I mean? Like we talked about how he's like, oh a, yeah, like, but eternally but optimistic. Idiot of the like, movie is not quite, but yeah, okay. Uh, he gets an honorary nomination, but it's it's definitely the person who picks up the the wand. I don't remember who it was. Poison. Uh, the head of the Latino gang. I think so. In the wheelchair. Yes. Yeah. Him? His name's Poison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 He's an idiot. <laughs> I could agree with that. I could agree with that. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ward's wife because <laughs> she she was really annoying. She was. Um, uh, well, she's like, oh, Nick. She's talking in front of their daughter or to her daughter about how Nick Jacoby is gonna get oh her yeah. husband killed. Yeah. And so Will Smith, Daryl Ward has got to answer all these questions about from his daughter about how, oh, are you going to die? Mom says that Nick's going to get you killed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot to put on a little girl. Right. That is horrible. You're a horrible parent. Even if you're thinking that, those are the things you you don't, you know, don't say them in front of your, what, 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 how old is she? 11? Did they take her to school? Did I imagine that? No, he took her to stay at like her grandmother's house or something yes. like that, or okay, some or yeah. an apartment. I, I'm not entirely sure. Not school, but I remember her being in the car. Yes, yeah. They gave why. they dropped her off somewhere because uh, mom had to work, you yeah, know, and dad right. had to work, and it was they're working evenings, so spend the night with grandma, go to school in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no, she's pretty, but I, I don't. I think it just made her terrible, not necessarily an idiot. But yeah, no, it's definitely Poison, the guy who... Yeah, okay. I mean, I get where he's coming from, the whole idea of... Because you don't know you're a bright until you grasp a wand, right? So... Right, but isn't it like one in a million or one in two million humans or something like that? I mean, you got to ask yourself... And he gets his whole gang murdered, like... (laughs) If you did not have the use of your legs, would you take a one in a million chance to get your legs back? No, man. Prosthetics. I'm good. (laughs) No, but I mean, he's also the leader of a street gang. That's true. He can't afford prosthetics. Yeah. And can we talk about how inclusive that street gang is? You know, not ableist in the slightest. <laughs> well, you know, he's the respect, man. Respect's worth its weight. Apparently so. so Apparently so. Um, all in all, I have a positive impression of the movie. I would recommend the movie um, if you I, hadn't seen it. I definitely um, think I it is worth the price of subscription. I don't know why you would listen to an entire podcast full of spoilers and then decide to go see a movie that you haven't seen before, but I do agree. I do believe it is worth the price of subscription. Awesome. Got anything? Uh, I don't. Anything else? You I wanna? don't think oh. I do. Uh, no. What's up? I texted you about this before, and I wanted to bring it up. We talked about Kelsey. We've talked about Kelsey Grammer, obviously. Uh, we just brought him up. He's, but he's now become a regular segment on our show. When we watched Seven Guardians, that you wish he could have had an action renaissance like Liam Neeson. Not like Liam Neeson, but sure. But I mean, in the same vein. Sure, 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 sure. So Liam Neeson is 68. Kelsey Grammer is 65. Oh. So he almost had the chance. Uh, They're right around the same age. So You know who else is the same age? Uh, John Oliver and John Cena were born on the same day. (laughs) So (laughs) lives lead you in different places, my friend. Oh, man. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, imagine that. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Well, let us know who you think Kelsey Grammer is by emailing us at scifiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up with your suggestions, rants, corrections, death threats, whatever, uh, either through email or on Twitter at B underscore role podcast or on Instagram at sci-fi wise guys we love to hear all of those things including the death threats just to know that someone's listening is is nice it warms my heart it feels my ego <laughs> you know and we definitely appreciate it if you would go on your podcasting platform of choice uh especially on itunes give us that five star rating five stars five stars baby uh shoots us up higher on the charts more people get to listen to our podcast so uh, share us with your friends share us with your enemies if you really, really liked what you heard, if you and you want to support us beyond just giving us the positive reviews, uh, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash B underscore roll. We post little behind the scenes snippets, extended scenes, uh, as well as uh, we do post the episodes early on the early bird tier. So do check us out there. We really appreciate it. But other than that, I think we're, we're golden. We just want to say thanks again for everyone who listened. This is our going to be our 50th episode overall because we had our our 10 episode bonus episodes from the star trek show lower decks we just want to appreciate everyone who listens uh, who has reviewed and uh, we would just want to say thanks again stay safe out there in 2020 uh, you know 2020 bleh. i don't know what's wrong with my mouth today <clears throat> it's attached to an idiot i am an idiot uh 2021 is just around the corner new year new us so uh, i mean in, in general not us like everyone you know anyway uh, thanks for listening Thanks, guys.